Welcome to The Rockcast, a podcast of The Rock Student Ministry where we simply have real conversations about life, culture, and scripture. This is episode three, SpongeBob. Well, welcome to episode three of The Rockcast, which you just heard is the podcast of The Rock Student Ministries where we simply have conversations on life, culture, and scripture. I am Chris. And I'm Andrew. And today is all about the intake, because we know that we're all just a bunch of sponges, right? Which is why we originally called this episode SpongeBob. But then, like Andrew, you and I found out that there was something going on with SpongeBob, and we're talking about SpongeBob's what, SquarePants. Mm-hmm, I guess so. I, we're we're going to, we'll redeem that. We'll redeem the sponge. Yeah, the sponge part, because that's it's what okay. we're after. We're not like, we weren't going to get into SpongeBob. We ain't worried about the Bob part. No, SquarePants. No, uh-uh. Or living in, in a pineapple bottom, under yeah. the sea. Mm-mm. We're uh, not square... worried about Mr. Krabs or... Bikini yeah. Bottom, anything like that. Okay, Bikini Bottom is like, an, was That's that a place? Or was Isn't that, that the town? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, yeah, and, and by the way, you hear a, a different voice um, on here today. You heard a mm-hmm, and that was not Andrew and myself, uh, because today we have a special guest, as we've had. Um, so she's going to help us a little bit today. So why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay, um, I'm Rachel. Rachel Wakefield, in case y'all don't know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, because we've got some different Rachel. <laughs> yeah. So this is Rachel Wakefield. Uh, so we're going to get into a little bit uh, about who Rachel is in just a second. But like, just back to the SpongeBob thing. You know, I don't know. Maybe we're, we're breaking some news. Had you heard what we're fixing to say, Rachel, um, about SpongeBob? A little bit, but I mean, I didn't pay attention to didn't it. Didn't pay attention. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, last episode we were like saying, "Hey, this week we're going to talk about SpongeBob," and then and then I guess the other student, I think it was Olivia, she was like, "Oh, y'all are going there?" And we're like, <laughs> "What? Where? Uh, I don't think I'm going anywhere. Like, I'm not going anywhere. We're just talking about the sponge." And like, so apparently, there's some some discussion about SpongeBob's um, choices choices in dating. Maybe I guess so. that's how yeah. we can say and it. I like, and, and all this to say, like, I don't think either three of us have any idea about it either. I, like, I, I don't. Did you, did you research anything? I did, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's Google out it? there. I mean, so it's oh, okay, all, okay. I mean, yeah, I had to. I did. I'm yeah, like, I, I, I mean, never heard of it, and nor do I care yeah, about it. Yeah, I kind of wanted to care. I, 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 I like wanted that. To know. I, I just like wanted that. to be informed. Involved you know, I, I guess informed. that's the thing. Yeah, I just wanted to be informed. Clarification, you know, is my big thing. I just want to be, I just want to have clarification, clarity in the matter. So it's it's across the fence. Like, some people are going like, no. It's not. And then, like, uh, supposedly the creator of SpongeBob came out and was like, no. Oh, well, he, he is not. But then, like, the it's evidence is like, eh, I don't know. So, either way, I never mm. cared to watch it. And now, knowing that, I mean, I, there's even more of a reason not to watch that. But I think the big thing is for parents is like to be mindful of what you're sitting your. Your, mm-hmm. What you're allowing into your yeah, kids' Yeah, your eyes. kids, like, here, sit and watch TV. Don't bother us. Yeah, and so while they're up. not bothering you, they're learning and developing yeah. um, their worldview. So, I mean, that's, like, that's a little deeper. And that's the yeah. dangerous thing about even, like, we're getting way farther than no, we that's were okay. talking about the title. But that's the dangerous thing about the whole YouTube thing. I listen to this crazy podcast thing about YouTube and just how they do these, like, playoffs and tiktok does the same kind of algorithm where it kind of connects you with something you've been watching but helps you branch out a little bit not in like branch out but just like gives you a different topic that's kind of related and then you just keep topic hopping so really if you set up a a seven-year-old in front of a youtube screen well seven hours later who knows what in the world they're Mm -hmm. watching yeah and even so like when we first started doing stuff 
at the church, like YouTube and Vimeo and, and like even Facebook, like the ad that would be on there or underneath there is like some risque thing. And people are calling me going, I can't believe you're associating our church with this. I'm like, I didn't mean to. I don't know what you're ad. talking about. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that. So then it's like, well, are you okay with us paying a little bit more money for like a Vimeo Pro? That way there are no ads on there. So, yeah, so that's the SpongeBob thing. And uh, But all we're ta- talking about today is just mm-hmm. all about us being sponges in life. And Miss Rachel is here to help us wade through this topic. Um, so let's just say this. Rachel, how long have you been at Rootful Road? Like, what grade were you in when you first came? Um, I think I was in third grade, third okay, or wow. fourth. So that's longer so. than I thought because I was trying to think because that's I was really house. excited because we've had we've had Jacob and Garrett who were late additions to the church. We've had two students who have been here and they're currently in the student ministry and they came, you know, pre-sixth grade and came through it. And now we've got a young professional. Patriarch. Oh, is that gosh. like young professional? I don't know. <laughs> sound, yeah, that works. It just. Well, what is it? What is the makes term? Makes you feel then? old. Yeah. But I, but I feel old every day. Well, it's better than a young improfessional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> young, An old improfessional. young yeah. amateur. Yeah. We have a young amateur <laughs> with us today. Uh, and so I was trying to think, you know, I knew you, you had a long time in the student ministry, but I couldn't remember when you guys came over. So it was yeah. third grade. I, I think so, because I did have a couple years in like the children's ministry mm-hmm. and I think it was third because I know my sister was in sixth grade she came right into the rock and we we're like three years apart yeah. so. so that's cool so now we got um, someone who's currently serving in the rock as a life group leader and, and one of our best life group leaders they're all good right right and so but your girls love you and but she started yeah. in the church as just a little girl being poured into mm-hmm. came through the student ministry and then now is serving and we're going to get to I guess a little bit of the nitty-gritty, you know, to your life a little bit, just when your faith became your own. And that's kind of, you know, more at the end. But um, so you're going to help us with some of this stuff. But Andrew, you're going to get us going on some some culture mm-hmm. stuff. Because, I mean, yeah. like these are conversations where we're, like, we're breaking some news on, like, trends. Yeah. Like, I don't you know guys may not watch the news, but you can rock, watch the Rockcast <laughs> and you can catch some new stuff. Do you know how many lives we changed just on the last episode about preparing students for their campus life? Yeah, last outfits? time I looked at it, what was it, 4 million? Is that 4 what? million. Four. I, I, no, it was 42. Million. <laughs> No, I think it was just... Oh, it must have been one of those pop-up yeah, ads. I'm but just, you and I yeah. were discussing this, and, yeah. like, if you'd ask us first a podcast, Rockcast, like, how many people, yeah. I would have said probably, was, like, 10 or 15. I was going mm-hmm. a solid 8 or 9. Yeah, and, and we said if, and you. if we get double digits and neither you or I go and click do- download more than <laughs> once, like, and I haven't downloaded one yet. Have you downloaded one? I don't one? think so. Uh-uh. Because it doesn't count if you just go to the website and, and listen. That's right. Mm-hmm. Because I tried that yesterday. I tried to bump up the <laughs> number just by listening to see if it would happen and it didn't so it is basically like you've got to go to podcasts on itunes or spotify or overcast or wherever you find um podcasts you have to actually download it so um i've I've been surprised we've had four we're up to 40 and then 50 on the Mm -hmm. first one so it's awesome um, so keep listening and keep sharing yeah because that's how we get uh that's that's how we get up there right yeah if you share it and if well i think the biggest thing is if you rate it give it a good rating it bumps it up in some weird algorithm junk and it makes more people see it that's what we want not for fame but for uh just i don't know so people hear it yeah we're we're modeling how to have conversations that Mm -hmm. will honor christ and just be real um, on some various topics, life so, and culture and world stuff. stuff. Yeah, like what's going on in the world, not like 
boring stuff that we don't want to hear about. But one of the most important things that we're going to hear about today, maybe subparts than some other things, Amazon drones. We talked a little bit about this last week because I think Olivia or um, I think it was Olivia that said something about like the robots bringing you food and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right on college campuses. I remember that. That was on the last part. Robots have come just a little bit further. Amazon literally got approved by the FFA to have Amazon drones, to fly drones. Their hope and their goal is to deliver a package after it's ordered in 30 minutes. You guys have no idea. I'll just speak personally how in trouble I would be if I could receive something in 30 minutes. And then even worse, if I could return that that quick... Oh gosh. Well, like, do you, yeah, like, over. this is what I do currently. So, this is the old man of the trio here. So, I'm to the point now in a restaurant, after I've eaten, I'm ready to go. I'm out. Mm. I've checked out. I'm there for one reason, and that's to eat. And so, when the waitress or waiter comes to the table and says, Here's your check, I do not let them leave. I already have my credit card out. I'm like, no, you you wait right here. So do you tell the drone, like he delivers, it delivers, and you're like, hey, whoa, 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 and, and you open it and you make sure you, I'm just going to try it on really quick. If you can just like hover right here just for a second. And um, like, like could that. you, would you do that? What if they, I don't know, I hope so. There, there was no, there was no details as far as what this is going to look like other than they hope that, and here's what they said, they hope that they can deliver it to you before you get the confirmation email. Oh, There's got to be a weight limit, right? I don't know. I mean, like, I, I was Surely. right. No doubt. There's <laughs> like uh, seven. I'm, oh, I always wanted an elephant. <laughs> but are you okay with, like, you get you get a MacBook Pro and you're not going through Apple. You found a deal or you're on the Apple part of Amazon, which is a legit mm-hmm. purchase. Are you letting them bring your MacBook Pro or your iMac? <laughs> Bro, if I get it in 30 minutes, it's coming. Because they're paying True, for the True, because you stuff. could already be back to Apple if it's, like, broke. And they'll, they'll pay for it if they break it, surely. Yes, I like I that know. one, but, like, I Rachel's raised. not feeling this. I'm not, but it's Why just, not? What is, what is holding you back? Well, one, I, I kind of had a rant the other day to my friends about, like, our society. Everybody wants everything instantly, and I am pretty much, like, a grandma at heart. So I value, like, patience mm. and, like savoring the moment wow like a drive-through i'm not gonna throw shade at chick-fil-a but their new drive-through i do not like it yes yeah, the third they lane, are it? like so fast i couldn't understand the girl when she was talking she was talking so quickly i felt like i was a number not a person mm. and it was just like get in get out and so i just had enough that mm. day i think we need to learn to wait yeah, I just and don't this, have time for that. <laughs> to me, doesn't yeah. play into that, teaching okay. people patience, because our society needs it. Well, speaking so, of drive-throughs. I'm just going to bring it down by saying that about No, the that's, that's really good, cool, because but... it kind of gets us into the next topic. <laughs> it's, I, I, I erase these comments. I, I just know. know the titles. I like this. Pig brain. Pig brain. This is weird. Way weird. But it's actually in the realm of Rachel, not in... Like medical. I don't have a pig brain. So Rachel, <laughs> yeah, no, like you better like don't pause when you say it's kind of like Rachel. I was trying to think of how to clarify, and then it wouldn't clarify. Uh, Rachel, what do you do for a living? Um, I'm a NICU nurse. Okay, so mm-hmm. she's Hold on. in the like NICU nurse. Explain that. She nicks you with razors all day. <laughs> well, is that a, is that slang uh, for like cool? I'm a pretty I'm a pretty cool cool nurse. No, I'm a NICU I, nurse. I wish That's what it was, for. but I'm not. It's a neonatal intensive care unit nurse. So I work with 
premature babies or any kind of sick babies, even if they're a term, they can still get sick and be back there. So it's it's a pretty cool job. Scat, yeah. sad times. But yeah, definitely. Mostly happy. Getting to see a baby grow up outside of the womb when they're born early and to see them transition from something that can fit into like the palm of your hand into a full-grown baby by the time it leaves. It's just incredible mm. and speaks to the miracle that is life and speaks to just creation what christ did and it's just it's really cool mm-hmm. yeah so cool so in the same way really similar this is the medical <laughs> pig brains okay here we so go. elon musk he's like kind of a really rich guy he's got a lot of money he's done i think he what he's over spacex trying to send people to the moon trying to develop all these mm-hmm. things well they put a supercomputer in the brain of a pig to help it work neurologically and his hope is to use that this was one step in advancing to help people um, who have neurological problems uh, to ho- in hopes of advancing that. So it's really neat. It sounds, when I first clicked on it, I thought, what in the world? Pig brain. What does that have to do with anything? Well, well bam, this is pretty neat. What's the ultimate end to that? For that help, to help somebody who's maybe their brain is not functioning properly mm-hmm. or there's something not working. So to hel- to- they're, they're trying to help the pig's brain disorder out versus they're trying to build a better brain from a pig that they're going like, to no. do brain surgery on me and give me a pig brain? They want to the, help you with the computer side instead of the gotcha. piggy side. All right. This next one is equally <laughs> as interesting. I wish we had video capabilities or the sound. Yodeling yes. dog. Tell me this is... Like this is this is this will be a, a game. So Rachel and I have to guess. I, I, you have the comments. No, you don't. Okay, good. So all Rachel and I have are these titles. So yodeling dog, go Rachel. Like, what do you think is fixing to come out of You're Andrew's mouth? Her to perform. Um, a dog from like Kentucky or somewhere Kentucky. that just like stands on a mountain and yodels. Okay, I'm going the same route, but I'm going the Swiss Alps because <laughs> okay. I think in Kentucky he, ha- he would have a banjo yeah, on his knee. I think so. Geography is not my strong suit. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm going. I'm going a dog who yodels. It's exactly what that sounds like, and he is standing on the side of a mountain in the video. He is a yodeling dog. Apparently, it's a type of of, uh, I don't know, it doesn't, I don't know, it's just some type of coyote type looking dog that they used to have a ton of in New Guinea is where it's at, and they thought they were gone for 50 years, and then bam, this one shows up on the side of the mountain, he's yodeling. So here's the deal, it's really a howl, but that yeah. howl is yodelish. Okay. It's different. It's crazy. I, but I think I would like to have that dog uh-huh. for a season. For a yeah. season. <laughs> you know, I like maybe for two weeks, two days, two hours. If yeah, you I just want to hear him command. yodel. Yes. You say yodel. Go. That's it. That would be so cool. <laughs> McDonald's French fry hack. So we had a hack the other day. We did. Chick fil A. Yeah. Split it in half. Yeah. Straw through. Cup mm-hmm. holder, everything in your hands. And now we've got one for McDonald's. What do we think it looks like? It's the box of fries or the packaging or whatever. The, the fries come in and the fries are there. I kind of saw a picture of this. So I can't, I'm going to let you go, Rachel, because I think I've got it right, I think. Um, I, You're is trying it to like put making ketchup. them at home, like during quarantine, french fry hack? No, it's, it's, oh, it's okay. more like it's ketchup. Because, <laughs> like, what do you like with fries, most people? Ketchup. 
But it's kind of hard to have the ketchup. Like, what do you do with the ketchup if you're going down the road or if you're just like on the fly? If you're walking down New York City and you you need you want a drink and you yeah. want to be able to hold your food yeah. at the same time, what do you do? Uh, you you yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is, I think, is that the fry, the very top of the back of the fry box, folds back enough for you to put some ketchup onto that top intentionally too. This isn't an accident. Yeah, I, and I've not tried this. I've got. I'm gonna have to try it now and see if it works. But yeah. that's it. You bend the top of the fry. There's a place where it bends, makes a flat side. You put your ketchup on it, and you now have dipping sauce. That's pretty good. I think that's that's uh, that that's better than the pig brain, or the yodeling dog, and possibly the Amazon drones. I don't know that it beats Amazon drones. Well, I, I think, think it does too. I think it does too, Rachel and myself. I'm okay because with that. I'm kind of I'm kind of yeah. with Rachel, even though I'm I'm, I'm a little impatient. I kind of want it now. Uh, I won't wait for something, but. Um, Anyway, totally okay with that. Say this next word. Chipotle. 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 I've been guilty of saying that wrong, but it's coming. It's coming. What is this? Is this like Moe's? I've never been, to be honest. I've heard it's incredible, so I'm just... It's like Moe's, but I feel like it's kind of a step above. I heard it was more bowls than like a burrito. Yeah, it is. But don't you have to pay for chips? I've heard you had to pay for chips. Um, I can't remember. I went to Chipotle in high school in Atlanta. I think you got to pay for chips. I didn't pay then. My parents paid, so I don't know. (laughs) I'm just glad it's coming versus like Bobby's burritos. You know, because usually those, I mean, like, I like the mom and pop. We went to Billy Bob's Mm -hmm. today. Uh, I love those places, Mm -hmm. but like, usually they just don't work. I mean, it's kind of like, well, never mind. We're not going to go down that road. We have been to this next one here. Five guys. Yeah, five guys. And it's open now. You I'm can so as soon as why don't you go listen to the podcast at Five Guys in your car because you can't sit inside right now. Yeah. So five guys or Chipotle? Um, probably Chipotle. Not a big burger. Yeah. Fan. I'm all about the red meat. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. totally about I wouldn't I like the fries the best, but fries I'm, I'll good. go with five guys. Um Yeah. So then next, Andrew, you have for us some random garbage facts so like if today is like what we want to avoid is garbage in because it's like garbage in garbage Mm -hmm. out and so um we've got some just some random facts that will not make you a better person but it'll just make you a little bit more informed so like um four four percent of the world's population lives in america four percent four percent however America produces 30% of the garbage in this world. That's a lot of garbage. That is. I mean, a lot of garbage. a lot of garbage. You look like you have something to say on this. Yeah. um, I'm kind of a nerd about recycling. Oh, that's awesome. And, like, reusing and kind of sustainability. I know it's kind of annoying to talk about, but... No, we need um, this. We need your help for this. I, like, told my parents that we need... Because I still live at home. But I told them we needed to start recycling, so I went and got... A bunch of containers in our garage. We have like six containers, and they're all labeled with a label maker, mm. aluminum, tin, paper, because we have so much trash. Mm-hmm. So if and you had to guess what is the most trashed item, the most thrown away mm, type of item, what, what do you think it's going to be? Well, probably, you probably know. plastic. That's it. Because yeah. I have to take off our plastic like once a week. Um, but I just hate it because I feel like... One, we're supposed to be good stewards of what the Lord's given us, and one of those things is the planet that we live in. And if we're just trashing it and treating it like trash, we're not being a good steward. So, 
trying to find other ways, like reusable straws. I know the preacher hates them. So does my mom. So it's kind of a point of tension in our house because I always try to give her a pla- or a like stainless steel washable straw, and she hates it. But yeah, yeah I don't like them either. But I'm, I could do better at, at stuff like that. I mean, like here's here's what I'll do. Like if I see a recycling bin, I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll throw that in there. Part of that is like not to help my planet, even though it should be. But part of it's like. It's probably one of these people like Rachel around here, and as soon as I put <laughs> it in the wrong watching. one, they're going to yell at me. No, so, no, I no, that's, would never that's like good yell accountability. At no. I mean, because there's people I who like take it. it to the next level. But so, like, let's say our family's a family of four. Uh-huh. On average, like you've got these numbers here. What's the trash numbers looking like so at the Altman House per day for four people? Per day, seventeen pounds of trash a day. That's a lot. I can say with confidence that's not us. That's a lot. Like we don't, we don't, we we're, we're not at seventeen pounds. That could be just one bag of trash, though. Y'all, how seventeen many? pounds, though. I mean, like, I, I I'm the trash guy. You know this at our house. Start weighing it. Yeah, I'll start weighing it. But I would say our trash, when we fill it up, it's it's. Uh, I mean, of course, it depends on what you're throwing away, mm-hmm. and we don't throw away you know, ten pound weights or, or whole turkeys <laughs> or or cars or messed up drones or yodeling dogs or anything like pig brains. Um, but I mean, I'm saying it's in the seven to twelve range. Man, well that's most. okay. Well here, okay, so over a year, if that's seventeen pounds a day, then you get six thousand three hundred and fifty one pounds a year. Even if you half that. So yeah. it's your seven pounds or or so, eight pounds, man, that gets you to three thousand pounds of garbage a year. So the first one, the six thousand pounds, that's a weight of an elephant. Elephants are large animals and if you were to pile it all in a row, that's the entire length that'll fill up the entire Golden Gate Bridge. That's a lot of trash. That's crazy. But uh, then you talk about the United States, 254 million tons a year. That's 1.2 million full-grown whales worth of trash. Oh, my word. <laughs> and get this, distance, if you were to Rachel, line all that wait, trash you're, up. You're, like, this is not good for Rachel over here, I don't think. This is not. I think Rachel's fixing to be. She's like, never using she's changing again. professions. Yeah, she's never going to be the same. Like here, we're, we're like in this race to the moon and and stuff. Like we don't need space shuttles apparently to get to the moon. <laughs> All we need is our trash because it it's like the distance to the moon and back twenty five times. Twenty five times. That's a lot of trash. So like we could have the Golden Gate Bridge to the moon. Yeah. With trash. A lot of times. Yeah, maybe that's what we should do. We saw in Genesis, though, that didn't go well for the, the tower. I don't think it's I don't. I think it's different here. I don't know. Yeah, they were trying to reach God. We're just trying to get to the moon. <laughs> I just want to walk to the moon. That's all I want to do. Yeah, I just want to. Here's and, the truth. Every country, every continent gets their own bridge. I like that. So it's kind of like Thor. You know, you know, it's kind of like this bridge, and you can go to any place. I mean, we've Problem got enough the... to do. Just America. We can build... 24 bridges, 25 bridges in the United States. I got one problem. Each state shares a bridge. The earth rotates. It does. With the moon? All right. So have you ever been like on the Mississippi River to where like there's drawbridges? Yeah. Oh, yes. Trash drawbridge. Yeah. So you just got to build the first one really quick and get to the moon and like and throw off all the trash on the moon. Why don't we just send our trash to the moon? Ooh. Wait. Okay. Now here's the real question. I'm just, jo- I'm just joking, Rachel. Calm down over there. <laughs> this is a lot of trash. Where does it go? I don't have a stat for this. It goes Tell- into a landfill and it gets into the oceans too, and then it affects our drinking water mm-hmm. and our air quality. The if we burn air quality, it. the fish. If I don't really eat fish myself, but people that eat fish and 
turtles okay. and everything. Just so it goes without saying, we are some trashy folks. We're trashy people. We need to do better. Moving on. <laughs> now that we feel <laughs> really good. Here's the deal. Now, we're talking about garbage in, garbage out, but this isn't really the garbage we're talking about. That's not what the podcast is for. We do want to, like, inform you on how, like, it's perfect to have Rachel. I had no idea. Chris had no idea that she was this big into recycling. Mm. That's super helpful. But um, instead of only putting trash into the world, we also put trash into our bodies. Mm -hmm. Not just, like, physically eating things and not, but then, like, emotionally, spiritually. I mean, so, like, that's what the podcast is. We soak up a lot of things as as humans. We are like SpongeBob, a sponge. We, we soak things up. You put us near something for long enough, and we will suck it up, good or, or maybe even bad. Mm -hmm. And you've really got to safeguard your life because there's a lot of things that happen in your life that you're taking in that you don't realize that you're taking in, and you don't realize the effects that I, that'll have on how you view the world, mm -hmm. um, how you're, I mean, it changes and it affects how you believe in God and mm -hmm. what you believe to be true about God and the church. Um, and we know that there's, I think there's so many outlets that are available to us and they're, they're sneaking in their message, you know, mm -hmm. and so, and we're getting it in. And so it's, it's like, yeah, I like 75% of the song uh, or 90%, but what if, I mean, there's old, illustration I've always used as far as like just brownies and, and say, well, I can watch this movie and it's got a little cussing or it's got, a, you know, it, it talks about God and in this way, but not that much, not the whole movie. And so it's like, okay, so you're okay with a little bit of sin and you're going to excuse that. But if I were to make you a, you know, pan of brownies and I were to say, you know, like out of, out of, or chocolate chip cookies, you know, 99 of these 100 cookies they're actually chocolate chips in them. But there's one cookie that the chocolate chips is actually poop from my dog. Perfect. And so are you willing to take the chance of eating that one and, and going for it? Well, mm -hmm. no, you'd be like, no. I mean, because that one little chocolate chip of poop, mm -hmm. it affected the whole batch. And so, I, therefore, I, I don't want any of it. So, I mean, and so, I know that's kind of where we're headed. No, that's this. it. Because, when I mean, you think about it, all of these different avenues of our lives right now, you think about school, you put junky study time in, you don't study what's going to happen, Rachel. Bad grades. You're going to get bad grades. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to get in trouble at home. Mm -hmm. You think about food, you eat a bunch of candy, what happens? Get stomach ache, or you never want to eat that candy again. You eat a bunch of hot wings every single day for the rest of your life, your arteries are going to be clogged. <laughs> <laughs> you don't exercise, what happens? Well, you get a bad health. You get me. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you get. But then like even social junk, that's what Chris is saying, music or even social media, TV, all these things can lead to, you know, bad attitudes or a really bad self-image because you're trying to keep up with these things. So here's what we're painting, a picture that, that we want to be careful what we put into our bodies because what you put into your bodies, you will get out of it. Yeah. And it's not so much, I mean, this is, we're, we're believers you and I, Andrew, are, are ministers here and on staff. And so naturally for us, the big thing is your view of God, your view of the church, your, you know, just um, your view of uh, what's true about God and what's not true about God. And so we're always going to go to that biggest thing. But you bring up a good point in, um, you know, especially, I mean, it's not just a girl thing with the self-image, you know, and, and mm -hmm. how you perceive yourself. That's a guy thing too. And so some of these things aren't speaking out against who God is and they're mm -hmm. not speaking against God's character, but they are speaking out against 
those that God has created in his image. And then these commercials or these songs or yeah. this comparison stuff is coming out. And basically they're saying, hey, you're not enough unless you look like this, dress like this, talk like mm-hmm. this, date like this, and, you know, live like this. Yeah, because then you automatically, I do anyways, I automatically think, oh, this is a teenage girl problem. They're seeing Instagram and then they feel insecure and then they want to look this way and all this stuff. But really it's a guy thing too, no doubt. I mean like, and it may be even the opposite. It can make a guy even more prideful or here's how I want to get and if I can get this way then I'm the man and so like it's not always about harming our self-esteem but giving a self-esteem that we don't have Mm -hmm. or the wrong self-esteem so so let's do this let's let's think about maybe a few ways that that we can manage these things or maybe just some random life hacks some that are just like okay that's not really helpful at all to my life but then some that are like oh hey thanks for thanks for that heads up so so Let's let's get a couple going. Yeah. So the first one, like screen time, we we kind of talked mm-hmm. about like having that up, and I learned that Suzanne and Lakin kind of are getting my screen time reports every Sunday because they typically do the Sunday school <laughs> um, Google Meets in my office, and so that it pops up on my screen. So that's and I'm awesome. like, that's why I stopped getting it on my phone because <laughs> they saw it, and so I have to ask them how I'm doing. But it's not just your screen time because that could be. I mean, you could have a bad reading because you're going to sleep, listen to a book, and it plays all you're night. Reading the Bible nine hours a day. Right, so that's not the thing, but we do know that the moment that you unclick or unlock your phone, you've unleashed many different powers. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, Good, not bad, to get weird, ugly. but so many influences, they're all um, they're all possible mm-hmm. when you unlock your phone. Yep. I mean, you could see the worst of the worst, or you could see the best on the best. And so one way to really help with that is just having some filter um, opportunities. Um, you, I mean, there's one here, Covenant Eyes, which I think is a paid um, they yeah, may have I some free options, mm-hmm. but then you can get more advanced. I know Andrew Owensby, and then um, I think it was Brian Branham whom I shared it with uh, years ago. But, like, you can sign up for it, and you've got just an online accountability partner to where there's nothing on this device that I'm going to see. And if anything is remotely shady, then it's going to send them an email. And it gives us a report each week and goes, hey, here's some questionable sites that this person visited. And you're just opening yourself mm-hmm. up to that. And like I, I would not have a device and not have somebody mm-hmm. else capable of seeing what I'm seeing on, on mm-hmm. the day. But here's the deal. I think I was talking to someone today just about, um, you know, students and, and like maybe improper behavior and posting and like language and stuff and how do we approach these students without pushing them away we just want to hold them accountable to living a holy life online as well at the end of the day we're really good at hiding our sin Mm. and we inherited that from adam and eve they tried to hide from god and they learned real quick you can't hide from god but for some reason we've never really figured that out and so we're not really worried about hiding it from god any longer we know that god knows but we don't care that God Mm -hmm. knows. What we do care about is the person who we view has the ultimate authority in our lives, and that's the people that buy us things. That's our parents. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the people who give us approval, and that's our friends, the people who's going to show me the love I want right now, and that's these relationships that we're in. And so we hide from them the things that— you know, we don't want them to see and we sneak away. So we're, we're, we're the pioneers and perfectionists when it comes to hiding mm-hmm. sin. But, you know, so you could, you could have these filters in and still look at things probably. You could still figure out a way. I mean, you go to Internet Cafe. I don't know if those things still exist, <laughs> but, um, you know, you can find out a way to do it. So, I mean, these things will only go so far, I mm-hmm. guess is what I'm saying. You're going to have to determine in your heart 
um, to live a, a holy life before the Lord. No doubt. So the first one is very spiritual in a way, to, to, but not even spiritual because these things can really just hurt you in general. The second thing is kind of what Rachel was talking about earlier. God has gifted us with some things, one of them being our body. God has given us a beautiful creation uh, that images himself in a way. And so we really want to take care of that. And so I was at a uh, cross-country meet the other day, and I was talking to the guys who had set up uh, the tent and who were doing all the timing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you, how does somebody just like, who's never run before, how do they start? And he's like, oh, this couch to 5k. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. I'm like, you're gonna have to tell me a little bit. He's like, it's an app. And it, you literally, it's supposed to get you from the couch, lazy, doing no exercise to being able to run a 5k in, don't quote me, but like eight weeks, if you do what you're supposed to do, it'll get you to this point. Have you heard of this? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have. Oh, sweet. Have you ever yeah. used it? No. <laughs> okay. I got. I downloaded it when he told me about it, and then I got a reminder today, hey, go put your tennis shoes on and let's go for a run. And I'm like, ah, sorry, guys. <laughs> yes, again, like, you've got this thing oh, on there. You're going to do yeah. what you're going to do. <laughs> no, I mean, no. like, at the end of the day, um, like, yeah. I'm in the office. I, I, it's like 9 or 10 or whatever I'm sitting in there, and like I get the alert, and I'm like, guys, I'm sitting in my office. And I'm like, how am I gonna, okay, let's go right now. I'm yeah, going to go for a run. The greatest per- one of the greatest purchases of my life is that. Apple Watch. Here's mm. why. Because you have these goals throughout the day. Number one, you can set the goal for whatever. Like 10 mm. steps is my goal. You know, or it's not, <laughs> but like you can set it that. All I did was walk to the fridge. <laughs> and you, see these, hey. you see these rings that come up. Like more times than not, I'll be sitting in my chair for like two hours and I stand up one time and it's like stand goal achieved. <laughs> it's like balloons and confetti everywhere. And I'm like, yes, I'm you so in good shape. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the couch to 5k app and I, I would guess that they would have like couch to marathon yeah, or, something. I don't know. or do you well, go I like, think, no, think, go 5k to 10k yeah, and then 10k. That's what it is. Maybe so. <laughs> so. Um, so the water minder. Water minder. All right, Rachel. So... Mm-hmm. You've given us uh, help in this idea of slowing down, which is so needed in our culture. You've given us help in, um, what's it called? Trash. Trash. Not being (laughs) trashy. (laughs) She's told us to stop living trashy lives, so it's good wisdom. And then lastly, so tell us about water. This is totally off the cuff. We didn't even talk about this. So water. Water in a person. Do we need to drink water? Yes. You do. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Professional opinion there. Um, I honestly don't know like how much of our body is made up of water. I know it's some crazy amount, but it's important to stay hydrated. Um, mm-hmm. At camp, y'all hear me say, <laughs> she <is. She's> around. <laughs> drink enough water yes. to stay hydrated, especially if you're out in the sun. So that when you go to the bathroom, your urine is like light to clear. If it's dark, you're not drinking enough water. You need to drink some more. Told you guys, no bars held here. We're talking about it today. <laughs> yeah, and if I were to guess, and you can check me out out there on on the podcast, but if oh, I were gosh. guessing, I would say that the body is about sixty percent. I could the, say the guys, human adult listeners. Okay. That's the most educated response we've heard. Probably yet on here. so. Yeah. <laughs> Impressed. So here's what I've always heard, and I don't know if it's true, but I try to do this. I mean, I really sometimes try harder than other times but i've heard you're supposed to drink half your weight in ounces of water so if you weigh i don't know if you weigh 100 pounds then you drink 50 ounces of water Mm -hmm. um now depending on activity and what you do of course i'm sure it goes up and down but i've got this app on my phone called waterminder and so it'll literally go ding like if i was to look at my notifications right now i probably have a thing right there that says andrew time for a break with a cup of water and then you log your water and then it'll tell you how you've been Mm -hmm. doing and all that stuff so drink some water 
It's it's pretty simple because our body's made up of a whole lot of water, and we lose a whole lot of water when we are running our 5Ks, (laughs) and so we've got to add water back into it. So we got screen time content filters, we got couch to 5K, we've got water minder. All right, anything else we're adding to this this part of the conversation, app wise, hack wise, thought wise? No, I think I'm old school, so I just need a person. Like an app, I can get around that. I can disable that. It's the same with <laughs> notifications or anything else, like alarm clocks or suggestions, kind of a deal, because I'll just hit that snooze or I'll just turn it off or I'll do both. Um, so I, I need a real person. Personal trainer. Look them in the face. <laughs> I mean, it's, if it's working out or if it's, I mean, possible heart attack, heart doctor, you know, saying, hey, you need to do this. <laughs> okay, thank you, you know, for that. Um, so, yeah, that's what I need. I need real people. So I have one app. Um, that I guess it maybe I don't know what category it would fall into maybe social junk but it's an app that when I went to a cross conference two years ago that I think David Platt recommended mm. and it's called Unreached of the Day and all it is is an app that every day it'll give you a notification of an unreached people group in the world um, give you statistics on them where they live what percentage of the people are Christians if there's any what work is being done to get um the word and the Lord to them. And so it's just really cool. Like today I pulled it up and I don't know how to say it, but it's Assamese. It's a Muslim Muslim traditions in India. And it says that they are 0% Christian, 0% evangelical. Their main religion is Islam. It tells their language. It says they're, they're unreached. There are mm. 2 million, maybe. I don't know. Gosh, stupid it's okay well here's the um but it has all this stuff and then it tells you like you can mark that you're praying for them Mm. and right now there's a thousand seven hundred and thirty one people praying for them that's so so helpful so when we think about things that are going to help us put good things into our body that's a great segue in a way and like here's the cool thing we're gonna we're gonna like tag all of these apps that we've been talking about yeah, maybe in the have, podcast tomorrow. Oh, go and I do, oh, yeah, I, did, go, I thought we were talking it. about like accountability filter type oh, stuff. Oh, we're in this. Oh, well, I, I got on this thing, and um, <laughs> I, I've, I've not used it to go to bed just yet. Um, Facebook. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I saw you mouth that, so yeah, I'm, I'm not stupid here. Uh, but it's called, I'm trying to get the exact name of it. It's, it's pray.com, it, and it's a, it's a prayer app, but then in here they've got these... Um, It's like supposed to put you to sleep, and she's reading like. God loved the world so much that He sent me to save the world. Yeah, I mean, so it's like I mean, like fall asleep, you know. But then the cool thing is, it's got like. I don't understand this because like, I, this is why I haven't got into it because like you can have people read the Bible. I think on the very first episode is like, all right, if you're listening to the Bible, like, which voice would you have? And you're thinking like, you know, Morgan Freeman, Charlton Heston. And then, of course, Jacob said McConaughey or whatever his name <laughs> I knew is. I he was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so like Kristen Bell is on here. And so evidently it's kind of a paid app, um, but I get I can try, but like, what was she on? Isn't she like some of the frozen people? Um, I think she is. She's married to Dax Shepard. She's got blonde hair. Um, I got no clue. So it'd be like Elsa, you like reading the Bible to you and stuff. And so, but like, you can just, you can have like these celebrities read the Bible, but then I'm like, I don't want a carnal person. (laughs) Like I know that person. It's almost like, you know, Georgia, Florida line or whatever, they're singing with Chris Tomlin and it's like, <laughs> like what? Like who's compromising here? Like I don't, because you got this song about Jesus followed up with this song about, 
you know, something alcohol crazy. and hooking up and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, guys, come on, this doesn't match up. But so, I mean, like check out any kind of app that'll help you stay on task with reading mm-hmm. scripture. Um, the Bible Project is a great online reading a daily Bible reading plan app because, I mean, they are going to not only just get you into the Word, but they are going to teach the mm-hmm. Word. Um, so that's a great app. Of course, The Rock, you know, with Safari, you can make this little, I guess, home screen icon to where you could go open the rocksm.org in um, Safari, make it a bookmark on your front page, and it's there with all kind of helps that I think we may get to here in a little bit. So there's tons of things out there. So we ended this on spiritual things. So our life is not just, imp- I mean, like how we take care of ourselves doesn't just matter physically. It doesn't matter, you know, some of these things will lead to some emotional problems or some mental things. Um, but then ultimately where we kind of want to go with this and kind of end our time is talking about the, our spiritual health in a way. You know, if we put spiritually, if we put bad things into our body, bad things are going to come out of it. it the end result is, is it's not going to be um, a good thing. So really the section's all about all about our faith, all about what we do and what we say bleeding into, into our faith. And so the question is, we've got to figure out what our aim and what our goal is in life. Um, if our goal is to bring God the most glory, then we want to pursue things. We want to do things that are going to take us to that. If I want to be obese and die of a heart attack in 10 years, well, I'll eat hot wings every single day for every meal. But if I want to be healthy and I, and I don't want that to happen, then I'm going to exercise. I'm going to drink water when I need to drink water. I'm going to eat well. It's the same exact thing with our, with our spiritual life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, getting back to, to Rachel's story just for a minute, we kind of heard some, I guess, generic, you know, things as far as how long she's been here and stuff. So, like, when, when did... When did your faith become your faith, do you feel? And I know it's still a process. All of us mm-hmm. are still growing. We're still daily taking this next step with Christ because we're not perfect. Um, it's the hope to be mature in Christ, and so we're maturing. We're not there. But for you, when did you really feel that going to the next level? And I think the next level for you know, middle school, high school, is that at some point in high school, college, or even after college is they make their faith their own mom and dad's Mm -hmm. not waking you up they're not saying hey read your bible but you are doing those when did that really happen for you um well i mean i grew up in the church so i kind of thanks to my parents had a good foundation of Mm. you know coming to church but i would say when i got into later half of high school beginning of college i was a little rebellious and kind of did a little bit of playing church, you know, acting one way, saying one thing, but doing the complete opposite. Um, I wish there was, I could remember like a big moment where I finally was just kind of like, all right, this is, I'm over this, like back and forth, wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. I want to like be serious about my faith and about the Lord. Um, but I would say it probably maybe like sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got to a point where I was like, this is, I feel like I'm just constantly like spinning my wheels and I'm going nowhere. Mm-hmm. So I need to plug back in and get grounded again in the faith that I grew up in. So I stopped kind of just coming on Sunday mornings because that's what I was supposed to do and mm-hmm. started pursuing other opportunities to grow in my faith. Like, mm-hmm. and it was when Andrew Owensby was still here mm-hmm. over the college ministry, started going to Sunday school, which honestly I never really did. Um, before then, like, because I wanted to, usually Mm -hmm. it was just my mom being like, okay, we're going to church, get in the car. 
Um, but started going to Sunday school, started plugging into Bible studies that we had offered and really taking accountability myself at home and saying, I'm going to actually sit down and read the word and go through Bible studies that I knew were from solid teachers of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, really starting to come back and help with the rock had a big impact on my life spiritually, not just to pour into um, the students, but to know that if I'm going to be kind of speaking into their life, I need to make sure that I mm-hmm. kind of know what I'm saying and not am just playing an act because right. they're watching and they're um, just going to hold you kind of at a higher level almost, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. I think we talked about it the ver- very first episode. We kind of asked, you know, the, you and Jacob and then myself, we kind of answered because we, we likened it to a cup. And it's almost like growing up, you're you're really helped with this is what you need to eat. This is what you need to drink. And spiritually, we had this cup. That, hey, this is, this is the right cup. This mm-hmm. is how we need to live. And this is who we need to follow. But then everybody at some point, they take that cup and they begin to, to you know, to help themselves and to seek after those things themselves. Was there anything that, I mean, is there anything that stands out that really helped you in that or really convinced you that I, that I need to do this? I mean, and mm-hmm. you mentioned there wasn't like this big aha moment, which mm-hmm. I get, but are there some things that helped you along the way? Um, I think just being aware, I mean, of what I was putting into like seeing every day, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, if you're going to, really, I feel like live in a way that honors the Lord. Sometimes you're going to have to completely cut things out of your life and it's going to be painful and it's going to be hard to do, especially if you're used to constantly like, you know, scrolling through Twitter for however many hours a day, but what was I putting in? And then what was I putting out too, Mm -hmm. for other people to see? I think back to that and I think I was not like representing Christ well and people knew that I called myself a Christian but then what I was saying what I was doing what I was like tweeting Instagramming didn't match up so like how big of a hypocrite you know and then when I kind of took realized like people it matters who you come in contact with and what you the influence you have on them for Christ's sake so Mm did I do anything that kind of turned somebody away from Christ forever? I mean, I don't know the answer to that. And I would hate to think that I did do something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of rambling. I forget what well, I was no, but I think about. I think the hope there in that is that God is more powerful, you know, in his yeah. strengths than you are in your weaknesses mm-hmm. kind of a deal. And, and God is over that. But yeah, I think, I mean, I think it just comes down to you taking ownership and, and you being awakened by the love of God mm-hmm. and you you know, understanding that this is your faith in him versus this family's faith. Mm-hmm. And, but thankfully for all of us, we had lunch with a guy from Indonesia today mm-hmm. and, and hearing, you know, his, the story of him talking with people that were brought up religiously in this other belief system as religiously as, you know, we three were, you know, and just having the privileges of being raised here in the United States mm-hmm. and having the gospel so free, um, where we live and, and things, you know, I think, I think a big thing for me is in, in, in student ministries, just since I've been here, things have changed so much. One of the biggest hindrances and the biggest helps that we've had, um, to taking the gospel to the nations is social networking. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that breaks my heart the most, uh, I would say sometimes how we dress and then how we live our lives socially on the internet. And, and it's not just somebody saying something, 
uh, or posting a picture, it's what you like and what you're mm-hmm. retweeting, and and like you can you can easily go out and see what everybody's looking at and mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, it breaks my heart because it's like, well, I mean, I mentioned it. I think almost every time I have an opportunity to talk, it seems to come out. But that's a real issue today, mm-hmm. and um, it's just uh, it does. I mean, I've I've helped. A lot of people, including myself, just let's just go through your Twitter. Let's just go through your Instagram. You don't need to be following this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even when you're not following things, advertisements come up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be for anything that's a good product, but it's like the model that they're using is like, I don't need to see that. I'm trying to stay away from this stuff. And so then it comes to the hard point. Well, maybe I should just get rid of Instagram. Like, what's really going to be lost in my life if I don't have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Ricky Rack, you know, all these other things. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what are some good things then that we can take in? And these are, I mean, like, there's a reason why we say some of these same things all the time is because there sometimes there's no, um, there's no alternate thing. I mean, there's no substitution for the main thing. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you know, this one you have first on the list, scriptures. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we should be in this daily. Um, I think for the main reason, Psalm 119 says, you know, I want to hide your word, God, in my heart. Why? So that I might not sin against you. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm going to please you, the psalmist said, I know the, the, the door to pleasing you is going to come through me immersing myself in your word. Um, how can a young man keep his ways pure? By guarding it according to your word. Um, so it's it's a given, and I know it's a, I don't know, it's it's like, how do we know that? And let's go to the next one. I just want to read Colossians 3 real quick, um, and it's the put on, put off thing, and it actually starts with putting off and then replace it with these things. In Colossians 3, I'll just read really just the first three verses. It says, if you, so it's not, it's not taken, you know, for granted that everybody's going to be in this situation. So if you listen to the Rotcast, and if you have been raised with Christ, you identify with Christ, you're a follower of Christ. It says, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God, and set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. So therefore, if I've got Instagram, if I've got Snapchat, you know, everything that I follow, that I look at on that should be of God. Now, it can be I follow, you know, Labrador retrievers. You know, I'm looking <laughs> at dogs. I mean, that's not a horrible thing. Um, but then I've really got to hold into account these things because he goes on to say in verse 3, because if you've died and your life uh, and your life is hidden with Christ in God, that's why we do it. Because we have died, our wants, our desires, what we once pursued, those things are gone and they've been replaced with a, a new desire, a new appetite, a new heart, a new passion, um, a new seeking. So I'm now seeking after the things of God. And the first thing of God we should seek after is his word. Um, you know, and there's ways to do that. Mm-hmm. Read it in a group. Accountability from a group. Um, you know, all these apps that you can find, the Bible Project, reading plans that we're unleashing tomorrow night on the Rock SM just to kind of get us going in this theme of free for this year. And so they're not devotions. They're just saying, hey, you go and read the Word Mm -hmm. and do the observe, interpret it, apply. Mm -hmm. You know, discuss that in your life group with your friends around the lunch table. And it's like those things are just like so basic. 
Exactly. The question is, are you doing those things? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, we do say these same things every week. But the question is, all right, since we said it last week, did it sink in? Okay, no, you're not doing those still. And look, and I still struggle with them, and we all struggle with them. So I need to continue to, to hear these things. Now, if you're wondering a place to start reading, The Rock is, is a great place to do that. Or even just the book of Colossians, which Chris was reading from. You learn a lot about Christ, and you learn a lot about yourself as a, as a Christian, whether you're a new Christian, an old Christian, whatever you are. So read the scriptures. The second thing is this, um, maybe good music um, in any kind of genre. I mean, like you can find good, helpful, helpful music that, that can like help you. I'm a music person. Like, I love to listen to music while doing whatever. Um, there's a genre of music in, there's, there's a type of music in every genre that is, that is helpful. Um, one place you can find some good music, and we'll try to keep it updated. I hadn't thought about it since then, but like the rock list on therocksm.org. Open up therocksm.org. It's under the resources tab. And it says the rock list. You can find um, our Spotify playlist. You can't listen to the whole song there, but you can at least get an idea. And you click on it, and it takes you to Spotify, and you can listen to the whole thing. Yeah, so worst case, you find out who sings this song. Let me get some of the list of these guys, and then I'm going to go to wherever I do listen to my music, and I'm going to search for those artists, mm-hmm. or I'm going to search for that song. And I think it, it may be a good podcast, because, um, or a topic, or episode, or some <laughs> section of it, is just music. Like, how how far is too far on music? How far is too far on music, uh, on movies and on shows? And like, how confident are we going to be in the flesh that we can filter some things out that may come through on this particular song? Um, because like, I think we're all hypocritical, all. Uh, it's impossible to be a legalistic. You know, you cannot be perfect. Um, so I think while there are some genres of music, you know, be secular songs that you can listen to and they bring up good memories of the past mm-hmm. that, you know, remind you of a grandparent or remind you of somebody else. And it's not harmful. It's not discussing some of these, mm-hmm. you know, ungodly things. But it's when, like, I'm going to buy this whole album because I like this one song that is not ungodly, but it's filled on the rest of the album of ungodly things. I mean, for instance, like last night, um, I recorded the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band's 50th anniversary on PBS. And so I'm planning to watch it tonight, you know, at some point, um, because I like. I have you know. no idea who, those, who oh, that is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't sorry. they sing Fishing in the Dark? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. You and me, Fishing yeah. in the Dark? Yeah. Okay. I just didn't yeah, know. which is like, like, <laughs> which brings up a whole new song. I mean, I that, those lyrics, and I'm like, don't finish those lyrics, I don't think. Because it's like songs that used to go over my head that aren't, yeah, that aren't like bad, but then like, <laughs> there's so many songs. I wouldn't sing them on a podcast for the rock. There's so many songs that, that I, I listen to. Yeah, thank you, Rachel. I was thinking they of With a Circle back. Being Broken is where I was going to go. Uh, they didn't write it, but they made it kind of, awesome. I guess, popular. So, but yeah, so there's a lot of the lyrics from, like, and songs from my past. That I sing now, and I'm like, oh, whoa, no, I shouldn't <laughs> yeah. never say that. Or even that, cartoons, but. like even like I've heard SpongeBob is oh, one yeah. of them. Yeah. Like all these subliminal things that you miss that they say they put in there for parents to be able to like, ha they laugh at it, yeah. but the kids missed it. But the then very now you cartoon to I it. used last week, which was Droopy. It was a cartoon, and like I was, I was showing Walker, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's this. Watch this movie clip." And it was like an inappropriate thing. I'm like, "I don't like." I guess I remember I that stuff, that. but I didn't think of it in that way. And now that I'm older, I'm like, "Oh, I know where you're going with that." So the square, square bob, square pants, whatever, SpongeBob stuff has been around forever, but no now they're just getting, kidding. they're getting closer to the line. So yeah, you got good music there. Scripture, good music. Another thing is good books. Now maybe you're a sixth grader or even a 
high school senior and you're like, look, I don't like to read. Well, I didn't either, and I really did. I didn't like reading through college. I finally started to enjoy reading in seminary because I was praying that the Lord would help me to enjoy reading. <laughs> so let's do this. Let's take a second. Do we? Can we think of any books maybe that have either shaped your faith or not even that, just like, oh, this is a really good book. I would I would give this a 10 out of 10 recommend kind of thing on Instagram. What What do you guys, y'all got anything on the top of your heads? I'm the weakest reader, so I'll go first. Like, I... I still struggle to read um, big time. And like number one is the Bible. I don't think, I mean, I don't think that there's any, there's not a close option that's any better than just reading scripture. Mm. And now some people need help in understanding scripture. And that's where some books really help them on the subjects of, of who God is and how God's loved and, you know, things like that. So, I mean, I always go back to the knowledge of the holy is, is like it, it has helped shape, um, I guess, my worldview and, and what I think about when I think about the Lord. And in fact, that's one of the quotes, you know, what you think about when you think about the Lord or God is the most important thing about you, you know. And so I'll never forget that statement. And we who were made for higher worlds, we view what this world has as the most ultimate. So um, I, I would say that one. But then I'm always going back into different books just to read a snippet of mm -hmm. those books. Uh, I would think Celebration of Disciplines is a book. It's a really thick book. That's just a really um, good one, The Knowledge of the Holy. But then um, the, the Creed, um, Tim Keller did a, a book on the creeds, and it's just a, a devotional but, um Outside of that, I'm, I'm famous for getting halfway through a book and then stopping <laughs> it. Um, so. I have like four that I can oh, think of. Oh, bring it. Um, the first one is Radical by David Platt. I read it this past summer, and it's good to kind of put into perspective, especially us as Americans, what we value. And it's kind of talking about valuing Christ over like the typical American dream. Mm. And there's stories in there of people that have kind of given it all up to live for him. If I go into a foreign country or anything, but it's really good. The next two are by Jen Wilkin, who is one of my favorite, um, I guess, Bible teachers mm -hmm. out there. Um, she is so knowledgeable of the word and like an inspiration, somebody that I greatly look up to. I don't even know her personally, but I love her Bible studies and her books, but two of them, one is none like him. And then the other one is in his image. Um, me and my life group actually went through none like him last year. Um, we would do a chapter a week and it's 10 attributes of God that are only true to him that make him God. Um, and it puts into perspective, this is who God is. So I know he's this. So then I am this in light of it, you know, he's, unchanging. I change all the time. Um, really helpful if you're kind of like you've grown up and you know, oh, God is this, but it just really, mm -hmm. I loved it. And then her other one in his image, it's 10 attributes of us in ways that we reflect God. So we're made in his image. Um, and then the last one is a book that we're currently reading through as college career um, group, Gentle and Lowly by, I think it's Dane Ortland. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't finished it, so I'm that might be a bad review, but so far it is an incredible book. It's Christ's heart for sinners and sufferers. Um, just a really good book. I know all those sound really boring, but <laughs> they're like Andrew said, I, I didn't like to read in high school and then I've started to enjoy reading. And now that I have, I really like books that kind of focus me to towards Christ. Yeah, because in some ways, if the end is to glorify God and, and enjoy him forever, 
then like the hope is that we find these things that we really do love. Like you can tell in both of your voices as you name these titles and you talk about them, you, you sound passionate about it. You sound like mm-hmm. you care about it. Why? Because they're helping us grow. One book that I, I really loved, and I think I audio booked it, but I, th- I may have physically read it. I don't remember. The Holiness of God by R.C. Sproul. Um, it really is just a highlight of, of how holy God is, how undeserving we are. Um, that was a, a really a really helpful one for me. But then um, maybe another one, and this is so silly, um, but the Jesus Storybook Bible. Um, it's more of a resource than just to sit down and read it, or you can just sit down and read it. But it's just super simple story of the Bible, um, kids kids lingo kind of thing. Look, mm-hmm. I just I really need help in understanding, you know, that the what the Bible is and what it's talking about. And the the Jesus Storybook Bible, it's literally a kid's storybook that wraps its mind around. The Bible. Yeah, and it's kind of like it reminds me of that Bible that used to be in the dentist and doctor's office when when I was growing up. Maybe y'all too. And yeah. it was just like a cartoon animated version of the Bible per se. And there's actually a couple of different ones. I mean, that's the Sally Lloyd Jones mm-hmm. one. And then there's a, like how the you know the snake crusher you yeah. know kind of a deal, which is the same thing. And it just tells walks you through mm-hmm. scripture. Um, but it's it's a beautiful beautiful language that you see it in. So a place that you can find all of these things that we've already compiled, and we're going to compile some. more or is, is the rocksm.org. Again, go to the resources tab and you'll find a tab that says the rock reads um, and you can find some really good books or just ask Chris, myself, or even Rachel um, for some books and, and we can we can get you in the right place. Yep. Here's a, here's a weird one. Um, maybe good conversations. If we're thinking about what we're putting into our body, what we're putting into our ears, our hearts, our minds, um, good Good conversations. Yeah. And in other words, I would say this. Where can I find good conversations? Search for people who's, who are not stuck on themselves, mm. who are full of Christ and not stuck on themselves. Because if you, if you find somebody who is who is maybe walking with Christ but still dealing with who they are and, like, really exploiting that, not exploiting but promoting self versus Christ, you're going to run into a lot of one-uppers and mm-hmm. people who, like, don't appreciate what you've done and acknowledge what you've done and, and build you up. They're always going to be looking for ways to build themselves up. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, the first place to start when I think of, you know, having a good conversation is to finding someone who is in love with Christ and that is their foremost desire and pursuit in this life. It's going to have a good conversation, no matter if I'm talking about the Braves or college football or church issues, ministry, youth camp. Today I had a conversation with a uh, guy who used to come here. He's a youth pastor now. We were just talking about ministry and you know sharing different things with one another, and it's just a good conversation. And it wasn't about theology. It wasn't about doctrine. It was about practice. It was about dealing with people and stuff, and it was just a good, healthy conversation. So, I mean, that that's my, I guess, my thoughts on on that. Because mm-hmm. conversations, they, they kind of mold us in a way, don't they? The people that we're around the, mm-hmm. that speak into our lives, you know, they can get us into some, you know, <laughs> trashy, garbagey mm-hmm. situations. But then they can also really help us. They can build us up. You know, that's why Sunday school classes, you know, Rachel brought up earlier, small groups. That's why these things are big deals, because we want to surround ourselves with community, people that are, are going are gonna to pour into us. Um, I find myself <clears throat> avoiding people who are Debbie Downers mm-hmm. or sap suckers, fun suckers, you know, kind of a deal that's always like, man, you just bring me down. I mean, like everything's doom and gloom or you're always complaining about something or it's always about you. I'll be nice to them. I'll speak to them. But as soon as they go into that, I'm like, I'm out. I mean, I'm gone. Because <laughs> yeah. like, why? You're like, bringing me down. And I'm just too direct in that way. I'm I, I'm not really, and this is my weakness. This is where I'm still growing. I'm not I'm not f- 
filled with, I don't extend the grace in the same way that it's been shown to me mm. by Christ. I don't have a lot of mercy. I don't have a lot of patience for, <laughs> for that kind of stuff. Let's just, let's, let's do this. Let's go. Any kind of a deal. No, I don't need excuses. I don't need anything. And so, so you want people hard. around you that are going to not do that. You want, you want to have people around you that are going to, that are going to lift you up. They're not going to like fill you with hot air, but that, that will, that will say, Hey, look, here's where you need to be. Yeah. Now, let's do this together. Well, and you don't even have to build me up. Let's just have a conversation without you, you know, like complaining, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, kind of a deal. Like, yeah. I know like I'm in the same boat as you I are, get it. but let's go to the next step. Yeah. Like, what's the next step? Let's get out of the hole. You know, like if we're in a hole, I don't want to sit there with you the whole time. And let's talk about how bad this hole is. <laughs> let's let's figure out how we can get out of the hole. Mm-hmm. Makes and sense. then do it together. I'm just too direct in that way. No, direct is okay. There's a right way to be direct. Scriptures are good things to take in. Good music are good to take in. Good books, good conversations. And the last thing is this, another weird one, but good thoughts. Like, we need to think good. That's part of the doom and gloom. We don't need to always think that things are just, like, going to be terrible, right? This leads mm-hmm. to one of the biggest problems of our society, and, and it may be the fast-pacedness of our society, is is anxiety. It's stress. Mm-hmm. It's worry. You know, something that all of us, I'm sure, we have faced or are faced on a daily basis. Things that we can't control, and so we find direction from um, from Paul in, in the book of Philippians, and, and he helps us. Um, you know, with some things to think on. So let's do this. If you don't have your Bible, you can you can just listen at, at Philippians four. Um, Chris, are you there? I am. Yep. Bring it, man. Verse right. verse eight. Yeah, Philippians four eight. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Yeah. Instead of being anxious, as Paul say, and instead of fretting, instead of worrying. Give these, give these things to the Lord and replace them, as Paul's already told us to, as we take off these things, replace them with good things. Replace them with thoughts that are, that are you know, geared towards God. Or maybe not even just these spiritual high thoughts, but just good things. Things that, that, that are, are, are helpful to think on, that won't harm you, that don't take you into a spiraling hole. So, so good thoughts. Think on, think on good things. How, how can we end up glorifying the Lord, stewarding our bodies, stewarding our, our souls that the Lord has given us? Well, we do these things. We, we, we read Scripture. We, we listen to good music. We read good books. We have good conversation, and we, we have good thoughts. Mm-hmm. I, wish I, I wish we had a clock here to know how long we've been going. Um, I, I got a, like a, just a pop quiz or like, like popcorn kind of a question here. Um, yeah, we can edit it out if we want to. Like, what's one book of the Bible that if you could sit down with a group full of people and walk through, what, what book would that be? I think we're all kind of like that's something that interests mm-hmm. us, you know, and that mm-hmm. we would like. Man, that'd be kind of cool to do, like right now. And is there any scenario or they no, need Christian? No, just just it's in general, no, let's like, talk yeah, together. It could, it could be like, man, I've been I've been thinking uh-huh. about the same thing, okay. and like I would love to go through this book or whatever. It may be in preparation mm-hmm. for something that's coming up, or it may just be like I've never gone through yeah. this book, no idea what I'm getting into, but I would like to walk through it. Yeah, so I really want to go through First Peter with people right now. I've been kind of reading it in my own personal devotion time. First Peter is an incredible book, it's super short, but then just like just some of the thoughts that Peter brings up, it's mm-hmm. just mind blowing, and it's and it's so encouraging. It's written to like. Some maybe like uh, 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 Christians who are maybe suffering or they're mm-hmm. discouraged, and and it's it's all about here's who, who here's who Jesus is, and here's who you are in light of it. Now live this out, and it's just a really it's a really cool book. First Peter for me. Okay, so then Second Peter too. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> <laughs> While you're at it. Yeah. 
Um, mine would probably be Hebrews. I'm reading through it myself right now, and we're actually about to start it for a girls' Bible study with the college and career advertisement. Um, and it's really good. I have never really just sat down and read through it before. Mm-hmm. I've heard snippets mm-hmm. out of it, mm-hmm. but um, reading through it to see how Christ is the better, mm-hmm. greater covenant mm-hmm. promise, Moses, like. Yeah, king, priest, tabernacle, <laughs> sacrifice, all of that, mm-hmm. um, to just compare it to and to try to read it through the mind of the first audience when they heard it, which were newly converted, previous Jewish to Christian people, um, that to know that they would know these Old Testament things that the writer's talking about. Mm-hmm. But to see that was great, but Christ is better. We don't have to do these daily sacrifices anymore to you know, cover our sins. He was the ultimate once for all sacrifice. Um, so it sounds so like you're telling really us a book good. that you've studied out pretty good. And <laughs> I, you I really teach want to everybody You don't want to study <laughs> with anybody. You want to teach it, yeah. which no, is awesome. All right, um, all right, Jen Wilkin, <laughs> calm down. Yeah, I would love to study yeah. it with people because yeah. I think I love studying the word with people because they bring out different things that is mm-hmm. there, but you may not see immediately because yes. of your life circumstances. Well, you're, so. This time next year, you, if you keep up with those two things, we're going to add another one because it's actually one of the series that we're going to do at The Rock in the spring. We're going through through, um, you know, eight or nine weeks going through Hebrews and really nice. pulling out some of those things there. So you're going to have gone through it three times. Then. That's like fine say, with me. Uh, we like to say, you know what, Rachel, that's a great idea. We're going to do that yeah, next we're spring. Do just that. For you, so maybe we should have said what we were going <laughs> to we do um, already because now everybody thinks we're cheating. But I mean, no. if I can think of somebody to pull information from, yeah. Rachel's a good one to, uh, to do that too. So yeah, so that's, that's today's episode. Um, before we go, you're going to read, yeah, you, yeah, go ahead and read, uh, Galatians six, seven, which really kind of puts this, um, this ending period statement on, on what the episode today was supposed to be about. It was just all about the fact that we take in stuff. We take in so much stuff and, you know, some of it's just like meaningless facts that are cool. Like we started with that. I mean, it's not going to make my day any better. Um, it's not going to make it any worse. It's just a random fact, but then moving slowly into, but you know what, sometimes in these mundane things that they're just there, they're just like in the background noise of my life, things still can make their way into my mind and and to affect how I'm viewing the world. Um, so why not, why not let's, let's purpose our hearts and our minds and who we are, our affections, our pursuits on Christ every second guarding um you know girding up our loins the old king james would say which just means man get ready because it's a battle and if you're not careful i mean things are going to sneak past the guards of your heart and your mind and your soul and your your um your life so um there is a warning here through galatians which is actually going to be our refuel book Mm -hmm. this year that we're going to walk through um so it's all pointing towards this big theme of free which we're going to dive into tomorrow night wednesday night um so it's all about free this year and and, then the the freedom that christ has brought us and it's i I love it and we're going to say it tomorrow night i want to say it again because it's almost like the testing ground i love movies sometimes most of the time i do love these movies that this movie starts and you see how the movie is going to finish you don't get every detail of the finish, mm-hmm. but you kind of see like, well, I thought these two people were friends. They're fighting. And then this message comes up three weeks earlier. 
and then the movie really begins with the, the ending, but then you understand how it got to that point. And that's going to be this year at The Rock. We're going to really, we have, we've seen how the gospel changes everything. And now we're going to start answering this question, why did we need the gospel? How did God work this out? And then what's the finished product of us being freed from sin and freed to live and seeing the process through first and second Samuel and then Hebrews of how he provides this perfect king um, who would rule over all things and lead his people um, and not only lead his people, but lay his life down for mm-hmm. his people. And so some of this wisdom that we'll get and refuel from Galatians, Andrew's going to read, which really points our hearts to the spiritual side of things mm-hmm. today. Yeah, Galatians 6. Verse 7 says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. Whatever you sow in your life, be it physical, be it spiritual, be it emotional, mental, regardless of what you sow, you will reap. Paul's talking about spiritual, of course, but we know that that bleeds into the rest of our lives. What we put into our bodies will get out of it. So mm-hmm. be encouraged. Man, put good things into your body. There's people that want to help you do that, mm-hmm. including the three people on the podcast today. So um, we love you guys. We're thankful for you guys. We're excited. And, man, do we have a topic for next week? Do we we do have called? a topic for next week. Um, it is going to be hot pockets and hot topics hot pockets yeah but then also hot topics and so what are these hot topics well we've got a few in the back of our mind we're not going to unleash them but it's going to be some like i guess more difficult things to where even andrew and, and myself and our special guests whoever that's going to be we could disagree and these are going to be like mm, like essential non-essential type things things that are important but maybe things some of them could be to where there is room for us to disagree but then I believe there's going to be some topics that are like, no, there's like, we, we should not disagree on this. And mm-hmm. so if we do, then who knows, we may get in a fight next mm-hmm. week. So <laughs> hot pockets and, and hot topics. And if you want to add to some of these hot topics, please mail us, email us, don't mail us, but email us. Uh, I guess there's time to mail if you want to put a letter in the, in the mailbox and mail it to us. But just email Chris at rootfulroad.org or Andrew at rootfulroad.org and just say, hey, I would love to hear you guys discuss this. I would love to have help with this. And um, like it's hard to anonymously send an email, but you could somehow figure that out. Maybe confidential. In- Look, we won't. We, if you if you don't want us to say anything that you said about this, you just let us know in the email. Just say, hey, don't don't use my name, please. Yeah, and maybe and maybe we could throw out um, like QR code or some kind yeah, of a random totally. poll that somebody could go and it truly be anonymous. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I know how that is. Like, I don't even want to attach my name to this because I don't want you think bad about me no, so we'll provide a way somehow for you to to do these things so um that's next time but this time we do appreciate miss rachel um wilkins for jo- i mean wakefield <laughs> for for joining us today it was a joy and uh, we're proud of you and thankful for your help with the rock student ministry and the ministry you have with those girls um is outstanding so we appreciate that we know that you're not doing it for us um lord knows it is the most thankless job i'm the worst leader as far as like pumping up and um thanking the leaders within the rock but again this is not an excuse but like i'm kind of like hey like we should be doing this right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and kind of a deal so Mm -hmm. i I could be better at that but thanks rachel for joining us any lasting um last uh, bits of advice or wisdom or thoughts um not really. <laughs> Put it on the spot there. <laughs> that so, I can think of. But yeah. Thank so, you. Yeah. Well, thank you for here. joining us, Andrew. Sign us off, man. And plug in 
and play. Hey, look, share the podcast. I don't know. I was trying to come up with a, something to say at the very end, end, but it didn't happen. <laughs> look, uh, join us again next week, but then also share this thing. Shoot it to people if you um, think it's helpful. And even if you don't think it's helpful, I bet somebody else will think it's helpful. So uh, we are out.